You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If sports talk stations were cars, we'd be the one that you drove the wheels off of in high school, cruising for chicks and going to the game on Friday nights, then forgetting where you parked it till Saturday morning and you had to get your buddy to drive you around looking for it. I think I see it, man. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them and everybody else in between, throwing it down a Thursday night throwdown, has a big gun. Sports Grid Radio Network's the loudest station in the nation as we kick it on Sirius XM Channel 204. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates in a couple of moments at time. Another game, another victory for the Valley. Another 118 points put up on the board, incidentally, as well. They won the first game, 118 to 105. They win tonight, 118 to 108. Giannis drops 42. It didn't matter. It wasn't enough. Devin Booker scores 31. Chris Paul drops 30, um, 32 in game one. 23 tonight. Uh, but he went over the number. All right, he went over his points prop, and we gave you uh, over 34 and a half as far as Chris Paul points, rebounds, and assists are concerned. You know, it was a little. You know, it, it was. It looked good. It looked good. We actually crushed this game, and it's a good thing because we gave up a grand slam in baseball. God, I hate baseball. Like baseball, huh? Uh, so we got killed in baseball, but man, we crushed this NBA tonight. Uh, we had we, we we gave you the Phoenix Suns on game time decisions winner, minus the points. Took uh, the over in the basketball game winner. Gave you Giannis over twenty seven and a half points scored winner. Uh, TJ uh, PJ Tucker over four and a half points scored winner. Pat Connington over five and a half points scored winner. Chris Paul over 34 and a half points, rebounds and assists winner. Damn, how come I'm not richer? Winner. Our only loss actually in this game was DeAndre Ayton. He's terrible, this guy. He sucks. DeAndre Ayton's brutal, man. And I don't know how they're winning with this guy on their team. Um, I better say, I'm kidding. Hi, I'm Shannon Sharp. DeAndre Ayton sucks. I don't know. I'm sure there's a bunch of people on Twitter right now saying that DeAndre Ayton sucks. But you know, you know, sucks people on Twitter. <laughs> you suck. Not all of you. Not all of you, but most, <laughs> most. Um, 
what are you going to do? Phoenix Suns, man, these guys are rolling. And the, uh, the chant was going, Suns in four, Suns in four. I will tell you right now, the Suns will not win in four. They're not winning in four. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have been down this path uh, before. I think the Bucks are overwhelmed. I think they're in trouble. But it's going to be a big uh, difference when they go back uh, home. Teddy Covers on the radar. And uh, we, got, we got one last hit with Teddy. I think Teddy's going to be gone for the rest of the month in August, actually. He hasn't retweeted the show. So, I don't know. Maybe did he leave already? The way things have been going this week, it seems like uh, we're like, we're like a, one of the few uh, people left standing um, that you know, hasn't uh, gone golfing, uh, gone hiking, I don't know, swimming or whatever the hell, uh, whatever the hell it is that people do. And so Teddy Covers gonna step up, and then uh, we've got uh, Big Card Julio, Windy City Sports Report. A lot of stuff to get to, actually. God, I hate the Cubs. Never liked the Cubs. Completely useless by September. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between is the Phoenix Suns. They're now just two wins away from their first ever NBA championship. And they've, been, they've been in the league for 53 years. 53 years, never won a championship before. And... Yeah, they've been to the finals. They've been to the finals, what? They, this is the third time they're in the finals. They lost twice before. Right? They lost in the 70s, and then they lost, of course, to Michael Jordan in 1993. Uh, they've got Giannis and the Bucks on the ropes. So say what you will about the Milwaukee Bucks uh, tonight. Yeah, don't point a finger at Giannis unless you're Shannon Sharp. Like, Shannon Sharp, like, really, dude? You're a Hall of Famer, bro. Like, have a little dignity, Shannon. You're a Hall of Famer. You're not some jackass like Skip Bayless. You're not a wannabe jock. You're a real jock. Right? Like, think like, think Shannon. <laughs> like, like, actually think before you say these things. But I don't know. I guess that's what keeps you on the air. I guess is that, that, that network's whacked out, man. I don't want to name names and stuff, but that whole thing, like, it just seems like the more out there and sort of, um, I don't know, insurrectionist that you are, the further you get. <laughs> so, um, but, like, really, you're a Hall of Famer, bro. Like, you're trolling Kevin Durant, and then you won't apologize on the air, and then you tell him on Twitter, I won't get into a public dispute with you. Like, you're taking the high road. You just whipped him for 60 minutes on national television. <laughs> yeah, I won't take. I won't get into a public feud. I'll, I'll lie and slander you on TV, but I'm not going to. Hey, hey, no, no, no. I'm not going to apologize publicly, privately only, because it would hurt my reputation. Like, like honestly, like Shannon, like Shannon, you're you're Alex Jones. You're the Alex Jones of sports. Like I actually saw. Like I see the tweet here. Shannon Sharp says Giannis needs to work on his conditioning. Giannis needs to work on his conditioning. Guy just scored 42 points on one leg. He's coming back from an injury, jackass. He's coming back from an injury. <laughs> like, like, out of, like what, what are you, buddies with Middleton? You don't point out Middleton sucked for 11 points? Oh, yeah, Giannis was the problem tonight, Shannon. You got to stop hanging around Skip Bayless, bro. He's making you stupid. Late night anchor management class. This is sports rage. Bring it. Ah! 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morency. We're kicking it. It's the Thursday night uh, throwdown. The Phoenix Suns are now two wins away from the first ever championship in 53 years. And they have a pretty loyal fan base, too. So I'll give them uh, – they've, they've suffered a lot over the years. Although they have been entertained by one of the coolest uh, mascots in sports, the Phoenix Gorilla. Love the Phoenix Gorilla. Great dunker. Absolute uh, great dunker. Uh, you know, it's funny. We were just talking about uh, John McEnroe, and we were talking about the daily, the de- the daily outrage – um, so, anyone that was watching the game tonight, I don't know if you pay attention, you know, to uh, to the play-by-play and what's going on. Maybe you have the sound down, etc. cetera. Uh, but if you caught it, during the game, Jeff Van Gundy, and we'll play it a little bit later on where we'll get the clip for you. Um, Jeff Van Gundy, talking about Devin Booker, he said, the kid looks like a choir boy, but he plays like a hoodlum. So, now, of course, people are upset that he called him a hoodlum, which, yeah. The guy coached, like, charged, you know. The guy, like, look who he was the coach of, guys. Like, yeah, like this is what we're offended by now? It reminds me, man, I was the, I was an, I was the analyst on ABA basketball, not in the Dr. J days, obviously. But so it was just for fun. You know what I mean? I got, like, a free dinner at a local steakhouse type thing to do the game. <laughs> I think I got, like, 50 bucks a game and a free dinner. And I insisted on, like, free taxi vouchers to get to the game. So, but I, I was doing it. It was the ABA. Uh, it was a crazy game, man. It was like a near brawl and stuff. And I said on the air, I said, man, these guys are playing prison rules. And Elliot Price, who was the play-by-play guy at the Expos, guy flipped out at the commercial break. You can't say they're playing prison rules. I said, I said, dude, that's a basketball term, Elliot. They're playing prison rules. It means a physical game. He goes, ah, that's offensive. I said, offensive to who? Convicts? Like, well, like offensive to what? Like, same thing with, like, hoodlum. I don't know, like, I'll break it to you. You know, there's a lot of white hoodlums out there, people. Like, hoodlums not racist. <laughs> you know I, mean? I was a hoodlum. I'm white. I was a hoodlum. I don't know about Teddy. Ted, Teddy's still a hoodlum. Teddy Carver steps Sorry to offend you, actually, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy Carver steps up and then, what's going on, Teddy? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, was? Yeah. <laughs> Van Gundy. Van Gundy's getting love. Van Gundy's getting love for quoting, uh, quoting uh, Jay-Z, and they turn on him right after. Hey, Mark Jackson laughed after he said that about Booker. Right? Hey, Booker's a baller, man. Detroit, Rock City. Teddy Covers is a baller. How you doing, Teddy? I'm doing all right, uh, Gabe. How about yourself? Ah, you know, to take it one day to one. You know, I'm like uh, somebody out of the 12-step program. I'm coming out of every program, Teddy. I take, like, honestly... I'm like a team that, like, basically one inning. I take life one hour, one hour at a time, Teddy. So 
Right now, I'm okay. If you talk to me in four or five hours, I could be different. You know what I'm saying? I got more mood swings than uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> but you sound a little down. What's up, Teddy? What's going on? No, I'm not down, dude. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have a great night tonight, but uh, it's just... It's been a long. I'm ready to go on vacation, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's, been, yeah. it's been a long week. Uh, I was out last night. We were out with uh, Kelly in Vegas and the whole gang last night uh, till the wee hours. So, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're dragging a little bit tonight. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Catch catching up to you a little bit. Uh, I hear you. I hear. You. Listen, I you, I you know I was in Montreal last week. I went to the game and stuff and. Yeah, I, I didn't get out of my hotel bed. I didn't even want to, Teddy. Like, someone was bothering me. Hey, you know, you're saying you're going to go to dinner and meet some people. I'm like, it's like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh, God, do I really have to? Takes like, uh, you know, I can go hard, Teddy. I don't know about you. Is it the same way? I can still party hard like I used to. Like, if we're getting it going and stuff, I got no problem. I can go till 7, 8 in the morning. <laughs> but the recovery, Teddy, is not pretty, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in the old days, Teddy, I shake it off and I'd be hey, back at the book six hours later. I need like a good 16 to 28 to ah, 72 hours. It takes me like two, three days to fully recover now, Teddy, after one big bender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so I can't party at all now <laughs> the way I used to. And it takes me longer to recover. So it's a lose-lose. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm uh, screwed on both ends. So tonight, Teddy, my full confession, we're always honest here. I actually like the baseball card tonight, and I go 0-4, bro. And I, I think I had a lead in every game. So I had the Detroit Tigers, loser. Uh, uh, Cincinnati Reds, loser. Also uh, thought we're good place. Kansas City Royals as a dog, up 3 nothing, loser. What was the other stupid one I lost? Oh, they were all dogs. Like, they, they were all winning. They're like, oh, for four, Teddy. And at some point in the game, like, I, you know what I mean? They were all, and I know, so what? They were all winning. But, like, it was just, you know, let me, let me just confirm all for you. Oh, for four. I did well in the basketball. But listen, so I had the Kansas City Royals, loser. Um, Royals, whatever, man. The Indians can't hit Duffy. I thought Duffy, they're a live dog here tonight. The Cubs. Cubs lose 11 in a row. Eflin's getting hit hard by everybody. I thought the Cubs could rattle off a couple of wins here tonight. Molly's been great on the road. Man, Milwaukee played a doubleheader yesterday. Detroit Tigers. These guys are 31 and 23 in their last 54 games. They were winning. Yeah, 0 for 4, Teddy, on the diamond. So. I was with you on the Reds. Did you see that game? We watched any of that? That was an annoying game, too. But they left like 300 runners in scoring position, I heard. I know that, yeah, right? right? Right, Early. Bases right loaded. Inning, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, yeah. The bases loaded. And then, and then right around, Molly comes out and boom, it was like, walk, hit batter, walk. You're like, no, dude. You know, you gotta give it, and then the two runs they gave up there were the difference in the ball game. You're chasing the whole game. So, uh, that was frustrating. I mean, look, uh, like the first half this last weekend, and Cincinnati's, I thought Cincinnati's going to go in there and give Milwaukee some trouble. You know, meanwhile, the Brewers are pulling away. Uh, with them, I mean, KC, I don't know. Yeah, I, what are you going to do? Like the Royals, I, yeah, I really yeah. try, I'm trying to avoid it, especially off a win. You know, yeah, you got the Cubs <laughs> off a win, you had the Royals off a win. You know, uh, those are those are both one way DDs for me. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not putting my money on either squad. And what was the fourth one? Well, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, exactly. The, ti- the Tigers. You wanted me to comment. The Tigers. <laughs> yeah. I was just being honest. I went oh. on four. So the Tigers have made you a fortune if you've been bad. I mean, you, you talk. What are they? You, you talk about that. Yeah, 31-23. 
And their dogs in every game. No one's paying any attention to Detroit. Uh, they've been real nice moneymakers for uh, for those, and and completely off the radar for fifty yeah. games. You know that's uh, yeah. that's what you like about the Tigers. Yeah. Um, All right. So, so like Seattle have been similar like that. I know they they lost two or three to the Yankees there, but Seattle have been really sort of under the radar. They don't. No one talks about them, and they've yep. been pretty profitable as well. So over four there. The again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Over four there. But we stepped up uh, big time with the, the basketball, Teddy. We laid the points with the Suns winner. We had the over in the game winner. Pat Connington over five and a half points winner. P.J. Tucker over four and a half points winner. Chris Paul over 34 and a half points, rebounds and assists uh, winner. Um, Giannis over 27 and a half points. I crushed it. I went like seven and one in this game, Teddy. My only loss was Sweet. DeAndre Ayton points and rebounds. But... Like I thought, I was like, oh boy, I don't know, I might be up a couple of dimes here. Now I'm like, oh for four in the baseball, oh for four, put a damper on. Still a plus night. Yeah, you roll with it, Teddy. It is what it is. But yeah, we crushed the basketball tonight, though. How'd you do on the on the hardwood? No, I had, I had uh, Milwaukee tonight, uh, and a lot of my handicap of that game. You know, I'm like. When we saw the free throw disparity in game one and the comments yeah. from Budenholzer about, hey, we don't send teams to the line. To, uh, you know, they only want once this playoff, they send a team to the line 25 times. Um, I'm like, that's not going to happen two games in a row. I mean, we're going to see that now. I'm like, yeah, this is a Giannis step-up game. Um, which it was. None of that matters. You know, when, you hit, when one team hits 23s and the other one hits 9, uh, and it comes in a it comes in a ring. We got a point spread a like that for yeah. game three coming up next. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to a different kind of sports talk. We're not just talk about sports, but talk about sports you can use. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Well, you need to know the winners, and I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? So we're walking into a rave club here. I like it. Let's do this thing. Give me a drink. 
Give me a double vodka and uh, cranberry. Let's rock. Teddy Covers in the house uh, with us as we're breaking it down. NBA Finals continue. Uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul combined to score 113 points through the first two games of the finals. That's the most by a starting backcourt in the first two games of the finals since starters were first tracked in 1971. I guess that's, that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good uh, right there. So, Teddy, before we get back to the basketball, you're saying you need a vacation. And I always tell people that. Like, I lived in Vegas, so I know what it's like in the summertime. And I've told people that, that it's like um, it's like the opposite, Teddy, right? Like, people are, like, in New York or whatever, Philadelphia or Boston. <laughs> in the wintertime, everyone's in a bad mood. That's vacation time, right? I got to get out of here. Like, I'm going to punch someone in the face. Life sucks. And if you live in Vegas, the summertime is the hell, right? That's what everybody, if you're from there, you want to get the hell out of there. Most people from Vegas, though, never leave. Like, they're, they're stuck there. So, I remember last year, Teddy, and I should say two years ago because it was a pandemic, but in past years, your annual little summer, you know, a couple of weeks off in July, you know, two, three weeks, you travel with the family a bit. I remember you were at Fenway the last time. So you going to any games? You have anything planned uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks? No games at all. No, no. I'm going to be in, uh, in Lake Placid uh, this year where there's nothing going on, which is exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I've taken a day off since, uh, since sports started. Uh, certainly not two days off in a row. Uh, I'm sure there was a day that I was sick or a day that something happened. But... Uh, um, you know, that's the one thing about this business that I wish I would have thought about more of before I got into it is just that you don't get days off, you know, <laughs> ever. Uh, tell me about uh, it. <laughs> I'm aware. So, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. Um, and, and, and and the one thing that, you know, you, you got to be canned rest and ready for the start of football season. And for me, you know, yeah. football season starts at the beginning of August. So in uh, July, just do it. You know, I, I can't I can't not do it. Um because uh, if not, I'll be you know by <laughs> uh, by about mid-November you start ripping your hair out. You know if you don't if you don't get any time off over the summer. So I'm very much looking forward to it. But I'll tell you what, Gabe. You know, again, I've been in Vegas since '98, and you don't want to be like one of these old guys who's like, eh, it's worse now, and it never was. But this is the worst summer I've ever seen. It's been this is the third major heat wave where it's been 115 plus already yeah. for you know, and not just for a day or two for like you know. The low this weekend is supposed to be 98. It's draining. It is. I you know I I like it, but it's draining. I I get it. Um, so Teddy's going to be in the Adirondacks, Lake Placid, of course, yeah. home of the uh, Miracle on Ice. Yeah. I know the area well. I just I played hockey there. Um, beautiful, uh, nice nice mountains and stuff. Beautiful leaves and the whole uh, nice and peaceful. <laughs> the, the opposite of but, Las Vegas. No, you're right. And you know what? I don't really do it. I grind through the summer and stuff, and it's not easy, man. I'm on six hours a day, Teddy, right? So I'm on six hours a day, whether I can talk about college football and NFL, you know, and blindfolded, or I'm on six hours a day, bro, and it's NASCAR in a golf tournament this weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's one of those deals. And, and, you know, I roll with it. I roll with it. But at the same point in time, you can't get burnt out. And also, for me, I don't want to get burnt out, but I got other things, too. Like, I'm doing a new metal record. I got, like, I haven't done a little mini vacation. I've got a girl I want to go a little a trip with type thing. And same thing. 
none of that's going to happen in September, Teddy, right? So I'm working in August. I do it in these little mini three and four day type of things. And I'm such a nut job, I'll just do the show most of the time from wherever I'm from. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I'm going to be here, but I'll just bang the show off. Um, so that's the thing. you got to recharge it. On a more serious note, too, guys, I think you and I discussed this, Teddy. Um, I, uh, I was on with Scotty Farrell and Phil Helmuth a couple of years ago in Vegas, actually. Um, at the D, and Helmuth was playing better poker, and I'm not a poker guy, really, I know you are, you, you do like poker, like, I'm not really a poker guy, but, you know, I guess he was struggling, he's the kingpin, he was struggling a little bit, and he was on a run, so we were take, they were taking callers, and so we were taking callers, and people were calling in, hey, Phil, you're, you're on a hell of a run right now, what is it, did you adjust, what did you adjust, I think we talked about it, Teddy, right, and he said, quite frankly, I'm sleeping more. He goes, I wasn't making good decisions. And he goes, I thought I was being hardcore by, like, you know, trying to outwork everybody and out everything everybody. And he said, quite frankly, I was fried. My brain was fried. And he said, now, if I have to, I'll just leave the chips on the table. And I'll go upstairs, take a nap for four hours. I'll come back. And he goes, I'll play better then. I'll know. And he talked about, it's crazy even a poker player, just his physical conditioning. And I know it sounds cheesy to people. Yeah, poker player's not an athlete. I've told, Teddy, I've told people this a million times, and I've always been fascinated by this. The U.S. military did war games as an experiment, Teddy. Sleep-deprived troops that did not sleep for 24 hours, Teddy, against troops that were drunk, right? They literally told half the troops, get drunk. Go ahead and get drunk. And they told the other guys, you guys can't sleep for 24 hours. The drunk guys won, Teddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, by margin. The drunk guys won, bro. Crazy, huh? So, see, you know, so, guys, I'm just saying, it's true. We all do it, man. Like, you know, I stay up till 4 or 5 in the morning. And I think, well, oh, i got to get my work done and stuff. It's like, sometimes I look at some of the stuff I'm writing down, Teddy, the next day. I don't even understand it. I'm like, the hell was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was all crisp on top of things. But talk to me about that, like coming to the football. you got to be crisp. You're like an athlete. you got to be ready. So... As a handicapper, okay, you know, you think it's a glamorous profession. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm as much a creature of routine as any other factor. When, when, when my routine is off, uh, I'm not winning. Oh, I hate that. Not, I hate that. There's not a chance I'm winning. How are you when so, you travel? Traveling is a bitch for some handicap. How do you like it? Like, Because you, you're out of your element, Teddy. I don't. So, I don't. So, no, but I'm saying when you're in Lake Placid, are you going to give it up for a few weeks? Are you going to bet a couple Absolutely. of games? How are you going to – yeah, you're just going to let it go. You're going to let it go. I I probably won't turn on a score. You know, maybe like the last couple of days. I'll see what's been <laughs> – I'll get curious enough to see what's been going on. But um, the that first week, not a chance, dude. Not a chance. I'll, uh, um, I'll probably bring my laptop. Yeah, I'll bring the laptop. Uh, so, uh, but in terms of turn, like turn, there'll be, there'll be days on end where I'm not going to turn it on, you know. Um, and and because of the name, again, this is a, a, one of those deals where it's every, you know, they don't get Saturdays off. There's a weekends off, you know. It's every single day, and the mental aspect of it on a day in day out basis, it does wear you down after overtime. So. Uh, yeah. When I'm gone, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't try to cap. And when I leave town, like I, I, I usually go uh, meet the family for Thanksgiving. 
you know, that's the one week where I, and I, and I'm always trying to do my work at night, you know, and, and, and I'll tell you what, my track record over Thanksgiving is not a great track record. You know, <laughs> uh, it isn't. I'm, so. you know, there's something about it. When you try, like you said, you're out of your element, you're on the road, you're doing this, I've tried. It's just, it's not the same. It's not the same, right? I was at a game last week, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll play this prop. I'm sitting in a hotel room, Teddy, and I said, screw this, bro. I'm spending all my money on the game. No, sir, no props. <laughs> I'm going to the game. I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to the game. All I care about is if they win. I don't care about it. Like, so I was like, I'm just going to bet on, bet on the game. But, no, it's critical, guys. It really is. Like, uh, like I said, no matter what you do, like, think about it. Like, do you want your, do you want your surgeon, your doctor, right, to have not have slept? Like, to find out, yeah, this guy sleeps three hours a night, man. He's playing poker all night every night, right? Like, he's got surgery at 10 in the morning, right? Like, your, your pilot, you know what I mean? But I'm telling you, mental fatigue, whatever your business is, you're not going to think clearly. And also, too, not to play doctor uh, too much, but and I don't really, I don't take the best care of myself, but it is true. Yeah, you burn yourself out, you'll die earlier, too. Like, your brain is like a computer. You can only, like, you know, and I'm not saying at all you got to go to bed like Ned Flanders and you're going to win more bets. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same point in time, mental Christmas and, like, you know, staying away from the, you know, being fatigued, especially it's a grind. It's a grind once that season starts. And it's going to be really crazy this year, Teddy, because, you know, they, they got a lot of money to make up, right? I mean, everyone's going to play maximum amount of games this year. I'm looking at that college football schedule, Teddy. It's a jam-packed every Saturday, bro. <laughs> it's oh, a lot yeah. of games, man. <laughs> and and we're assuming that it's going to be different from last year and that the games are actually going to get played. We're not going to handicap the games then on Friday. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. By the way. I hated uh, that. Six more canceled here. Yo, that was really frustrating. Um, you know, when, when you'd have uh, – You'd find something good, and then uh, I know it always seemed to be the ones that got canceled. I liked too, Teddy. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" That's the game I liked. <laughs> Happened all the time. Uh, all right, so we're coming up against it here. We'll get back into the NBA on the other side. Uh, I want to take a trip, man, but no, we we did our mini trip and we lost. Now we pay the consequences and watch the Tampa Bay Lightning talk smack. Like I said, I hope Putin like hits up Kucherov with some pumped up. Trumped up espionage charge or something, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Teddy Connors with us. Alright, we promise we'll give you the point spread for game three NBA Finals next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. And so do I. There's a hell of a lot dumber bets. I made them. The Late Night Anger Management Class. Why'd you bet that? With Teddy Covers, 
It's the Thursday night throwdown. We got a lot of stuff to get to uh, here tonight. A lot of rage. I got a bunch of takes, hot takes. Uh, we're going to throw out there a little bit uh, later on. Um, so, Milwaukee Bucks, I promised the point spread. Teddy covers up uh, with his wager talk uh, straight from the strip of Las Vegas, Nevada. Teddy's going to be gone. What's, uh, what's in three weeks, Teddy? you going to be back in August with us here? How many Thursdays yeah, are you going to miss with show. us here? First show of August, I'll be back for you, buddy. All right, so that's. Uh, Oh, wow. You know what that is? That's going to be opening night of NFL. That's the Hall of Fame game night. I first, think it's a week after. First Thursday of August. Yeah, the first, uh, the NFL, remember, it's only a three-week preseason this year, so it starts yeah. a week later. No, the Hall of Fame game's August 5th. Is it really? A week before anything else? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they always do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, you know why, Teddy? I know this because I'm a nut job, and uh, I've been doing a, uh, a countdown <laughs> every day. <laughs> so, sure, sure. We're now, uh, we're now 27 days away, depending on your time zone. 28 or 27, depending where you're joining us right now. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that. Cool. Yeah. You remember, cool. Teddy, because they, they always let the, uh, the other two teams that are playing in the Hall of Fame game start camp a little bit earlier. Right, so like the Steelers and the Cowboys are a couple of days, but yeah, we're here. So yeah, that's that's the day, uh, Thursday, I believe, Thursday, August the fifth. The CFL regular season, Canadian Football League is back too. It, it didn't play at all last year, and uh, they're playing for the first time in like 650 days. 14 game schedule instead of the usual 18 games, which I think they should just stick with. 18's too much. 14's perfect. So point spread, game three, three and a half. The Milwaukee Bucks are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. The total is up to 222-and-a-half. Let's start off with the point spread here. Money line is minus 174. Phoenix Suns' money line is plus 146. Just for the record, uh, we have an updated series price right now. Uh, Phoenix Suns minus 470. Milwaukee Bucks plus 390. I told everybody to play Chris Paul as the MVP at minus 140. I put my money where my mouth was. Updated MVP numbers, woo, exactly the same. Exactly the same at 140 because Booker had a nice night tonight. Don't worry about it. They're not giving it to Booker. They're going to give it to Chris Paul. Booker's now plus 270 to be the MVP. Chris Paul's minus 140. Teddy, I was on Phoenix tonight. I'm all in on the box, bro, Sunday. I know it's kind of cliche and stuff, but I'm in. They're going to be better at home. It's a bit. They've been down this road before, Teddy. We've seen this with this team before. They've lost two games before. They've looked bad before. It is what it is. I'm not saying they're going to win the series, but what do you think about Sunday night? Yeah, game three is is Milwaukee's game to win. You know, um, I would be surprised if the really surprised if the Bucks don't come back and win uh, one game, and this is their game to do it. Um, and when again, when you look at the the ebbs and flows of the first two games. You know, game one was one at the free throw line. Game two uh, was one from the three-point line for Phoenix. And certainly the – I mean, I don't know that Milwaukee's going to come up with a defensive answer for the the Suns' backcourt. They haven't had one of the first two games. And frankly, from a series price standpoint, the Suns won the series tonight. You know, Milwaukee's not winning four to five. I mean, do, do you, do you, can you envision a scenario in which the Bucks come and take four to five in this series? Because that's really hard for me to, you know, to, yeah. based on what we've seen. 
I can't see the Suns losing four of the next five. I, I just I just don't see it. Um, even though I do I agree with you that game three does look like Milwaukee's spot or feel like Milwaukee's spot. Listen, every sport is different, right? But, you know, similar situation with a seven-game series. And so the Montreal Canadiens lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning, Teddy. So game one didn't play very well. Ended up losing the game 4-1 or whatever the hell it was. 5-1. Didn't play very well. Game two dominated Tampa Bay. Were the better team and lost. All right? Hockey's a bitch like that. Right? They were the better team. They lost. Right? A heartbreaker. They lost the game. It was one. Then the game I went to, Teddy, was game three. Right? It was like, all right, they're going to win this. Yeah, they're going to win. They dominated the second game. They're in this. They've been down. They're going to win this game on Friday night, game three, going back home. They were down 2 nothing, Teddy, three minutes into the game, bro. Played uphill the rest of the night, right? Then they won when it was 3 nothing. So I'm just stating, I know there's going to be that assumption here with Milwaukee. Let me ask you, which way do you think the point spread goes, Teddy? Because this is a fresh number. And are you seeing the same number in, on the West Coast right now? Um, right In yeah. Vegas right now? There's three and a half, and I have seen a couple of fours out there. Uh, it's going to go up, so isn't it? The people are going to bet Milwaukee. The wise guys are likely to bet the Bucks. I wouldn't expect this number to go down. That said, the recreational betters have, you know, there's been a whole lot of Phoenix money in town. Um, and I don't think that changes for you. I mean, what are Suns in four? Two games. <laughs> Suns well, in four crowd. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, what, what, what have you seen in the first two games? You're like, oh yeah, the Bucks can the, the 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 Bucks can figure this out. The Bucks can, you know, I, I understand that from a box score standpoint, there have been issues. I mean, the free throw shooting game one, the three point shooting game two, but from a fundamental how these teams match up against each other standpoint, there's not a whole lot for me that says yeah, yeah, Milwaukee's can can flip that switch and and solve Phoenix defensively. They can't. Teddy Covers kicking with us. I'm, you know, I'm counting on the home court. I think Milwaukee are resilient. I think, and also, I agree with you, too. That's why I like Phoenix tonight again, where I was like, <coughs> you just add it up. You're like, where is it going to come from? Like, they just don't have enough players. Carrington's prop is five and a half. He's a starter. What the hell are like, you know what I mean? P.J. Tucker's prop is four and a half points. They both went over, incidentally. But... Where, like you said, like even if Middleton and Holiday have a good game and Lopez has sort of been nullified in this, it's a problem for them. But I do think they'll find some home court magic. I don't know if they can win both games at home, right? But I think they're, you know, do they, do they split here. Now, as far as the total is concerned, Teddy, so game one, 219, 219 and a half goes over the number. They get to 223. Tonight, they set it at 220. It was 221 and a half, whatever, 221. It closed at 221 at FanDuel. Gets to uh, what they get to uh, 26, right? So um, now they set 222 and a half. Like you said a few minutes ago, and they went over, they sailed over to both regular season matchups, as we keep telling everybody, right? The 249, 256. They go over again. There's not really any, like, like basically Milwaukee need to score more. You know what I mean? Like, is it suddenly going to go under or Milwaukee's going to shut them down? Or does Phoenix. Is it worth a look at the under, Teddy? Like, did Phoenix get a little colder on the road here? Booker doesn't drop his 30, and Paul's a little colder on Sunday night in Milwaukee. What do you make of the total of 222.5 and and the adjustments that they're making incrementally here? So they played four times this year, and all four games have gone over the total. Yeah. You can expect market pressure uh, because of that, and because obviously we're, we're seeing 
We haven't seen like the two regular season games, these postseason games fly over the total, but over betters have been rewarded. You know, um, and therefore there's a betting bandwagon that way. When we look again at the so pace wise, it's I found this to be a from a total standpoint to be something of a hard series from because certainly Phoenix defensively is a team that we trust. From a pace standpoint, game one was fast. You know, tonight not quite as fast, and yet the efficiency was there. It still went over the total. Um, do we see that same pace in Game Three? Milwaukee, you know, has, at, at times has tried to, you know, because of the pick and roll issues, and tried to has put Ivan uh, Lopez on the bench. Um, they play yeah. small ball. You don't want to be playing unders. You know, if Forbes is getting Lopez's minutes, you don't want to be playing unders. Um, at the same time, <laughs> you people know, can rip Boonholzer, Teddy. He's screwed. Look at the roster. What is he? Like you said, he goes big. They go around Lopez. They expose that. Yep. Like you know what I mean? They go small. They get killed, right? Coach Young from Marvin brought it up too. And all right, you know, they put Lopez not on the key. Put him in the paint. And as Coach said, whatever, dude. Chris Paul feast on that mid-range little jumper that no one takes anymore, right? That's where it comes in handy. He'll just float in and do that little nine-footer, fourteen-footer, and it's money. And he hits it. I want to say though, Teddy, that. And I don't like the roster either. Even though I believed in the Bucs. And remember, man, I liked the Suns earlier in the year. I told you. Like, who had accomplished anything, right? So I'm not surprised that they're here. But role players, Teddy. Right? The Connington's, the Portis's, the, the Forbes of the world. Historically, role players play better at home, Teddy. Especially in basketball. Right? They just do. Like, you know, Bobby Portis ain't giving you 22 on the road. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he can do it at home, though. Right? He can, he can cap that, capture that lightning in a bottle, Teddy. I think Milwaukee will be fine at home. I think they might be able to win both games at home, Teddy. I really do. So, I mean, we've seen the Bucks respond well to adversity, certainly in the net series. That's the one yeah. series where they were punched in the face. And they were able to punch back. You know, they were this unit all. has Middleton and Holiday and Giannis. They've all been criticized a lot and responded every time. Sure, but the Nets were injured. I mean, <laughs> very injured. You know, <laughs> Milwaukee doesn't come back in that series if the Nets are healthy. You know, they don't. Um, and Phoenix is healthy, so. <laughs> While we've seen Milwaukee respond well to adversity, I'm not convinced. I'm really not. And the guy that stands out to me that the Bucks are missing, and no, if you want, you want to talk about an injury that has gone as far under the radar as a starter can go for a final season, Dante DiVincenzo is the guy the Bucks are missing right now. They really are. On both ends of the floor, his stretch offense, you know, his ability to stretch the floor offensively and drain threes. Uh, and his ability uh, to defend, you know, he's an above-average defender, and they could sure use his, uh, him against the, uh, the Suns' backcourt. So, DiVincenzo's one of those losses that no one paid any attention to do, and now is when that one absence is, is glaring uh, for Milwaukee. They're, they're missing uh, that key piece of their backcourt, and they've got no one on the roster to replace them. I'm not his biggest fan, but I can't disagree with you. What he's, you know, he's what he can bring to the table and help them out here with a ten and ten, and they you know, play some defense and right, or, you know, ten and seven, and you know, play some defense for them. I can't disagree, but you know, they've got they've got flaws in their roster. They just do. It's hard to win just with a star. We see 
you know, LeBron and AD pulled it off, but Miami were injured, right? No one talks about that. Miami were injured. And, you know, you look at the Raptors one, it was more of a collective, you know, deeper team. You look at Phoenix, the deeper team. I think, you know, we could be getting away from, like, the, the, the whole one star won't get it done anymore, right? You look at, like, look at Brooklyn, bro. They had three stars. They were down to one, and even he, Kevin Durant couldn't even do it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, when you talk about who the stars are for the Bucks, in theory, Milwaukee's supposed to have a big three. And Middleton's definitely. Yeah. You know? But know. He's not a superstar, uh, though. Well, I mean, the, the the holiday, they you know, they got rid of Bledsoe and brought in Holiday and paid a lot, pretty big price to do it. And Holiday's been outplayed in this series. You know? Yeah. Oops. He's, yeah, I know. That was the thing I said at the time. I said, Holiday's better than Bledsoe, but does he really make you all that much better than you already were? I've always said that about the Bucks over the years. I've watched them a lot, man. They went to the finals with the Raptors and stuff. Dude, they never should have got rid of Malcolm Brogdon. That's one thing they never should have done. More with Teddy on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Late Night Anger Management Class, it's level three. Our final moments with Teddy before he goes off to summer camp. <laughs> I feel like, oh man, I'm gonna miss, miss, miss Teddy. So next time we talk, football, 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 NFL preseason uh, football around the corner, Teddy. We talked about uh, college. I did some college talk with Drew Martin Betts uh, the other night. Drew Martin, uh, it was nice to talk some college uh, football. I'm already taking a look at uh, sort of the yeah, little, just sort of you know, kick the tires a little bit uh, right now. One team, Teddy, that there seems to be a lot of uh, seems to be a little bit of a sleeper. Penn State, huh? Penn State Nittany Lions this year. I'm not sold on Penn State necessarily. I mean, and when you're talking about deep sleepers in college football, Penn State's not going to be one of these under the radar teams that makes you money for two months. Well, they, like they what? Coming off their worst season ever last year, what were they? Zero and six, one and five, whatever the hell they were. Yeah, maybe they will. Uh, were they not uh, four and five last year? Was it four and five? <laughs> Well, they started 0 5. Yeah, yeah. Their worst start ever, I should say. Yeah, their worst start. Yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, listen, I'm not telling you, yeah, I'm not bringing a Middle Tennessee State here. I know, with Penn State. I'm just telling you. Um, they got a ton of talent, man. Last year was an aberration. Uh, last year last year was an aberration. All right, Teddy. So um, I, will, I look forward to the, the, the debate. Talk some Michigan football, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, this. This is Harbaugh's year, right? Uh, it's coming. Uh-uh. Uh, what do you? I tell you what, that the Washington Huskies are two and a half point road favorites. 
It's asking a lot of the Huskies to go into to Michigan. Isn't it on the road and, and win that game? His favorites, Teddy? That, that number is so, uh, a little weird to me. There's a, there's a fair bit of love for Washington in the betting markets right now, just you know, for, for whatever it's worth. Great defense, yeah, they got great defense. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, and, and the Pac-12 as a whole, you know, a conference that hasn't been good in recent years. It's on the upswing. The Pac-12 is going to be a whole lot better. You're damn right it is. Teddy, stay safe. We'll see you online. It's always a pleasure, my man. Sounds good, Gabe. We'll talk to you in August, buddy.